This is Dr. Karen Wilson-Starks, and welcome to my podcast series, The Voice of Leadership. Today is actually my 32nd wedding anniversary, and so I've been thinking about what is it that makes a partnership really be successful and last over the long term. So today I'm going to really share with you five C's of partnership success. So number one is what I would call common values or having common goals in life. So if I think about my husband and I, there are several values and goals that we had in common right from the beginning. Both of us were very spiritually oriented. We're both committed Christians. That was like number one. We both ascribe to a relationship of honesty and integrity. That was really important to us. And since we were both active duty army officers and we met in the military, there was a little bit of duty, honor, and country thrown in there as well, as well as our own interest in family and work and service. So having common values, that's number one. Number two C is complementary styles, skills, and strengths. And when I say complementary, that doesn't mean that you do the same things. In fact, you probably are doing some very different things. So in my case, I'm very much an extrovert. However, my husband is very much an introvert. And there have been times when those differences have actually been beneficial. When we've been in situations where I might need to talk to people and access them and find out what's going on in the situation, he sits back and he's quiet and he observes and he also finds out what's going on, but through observation. So between the two together, we actually come up with an approach that is more comprehensive. So our styles, they work well together and they're complementary. There are times when if this has to do with anything technical, I am not a technical person at all. And so usually that's where I have to access him and he's got a lot more technical skill and ability than I do to fix something, troubleshoot it, or figure out what may be wrong with it. And on the other hand, he does not like last minute extemporaneous speaking. And that's fine for me. I don't mind that at all. So again, complementary skills, complementary abilities. Number three would be commitment to making it work. In other words, there are times, there will be times in a marriage that lasts 30 years or more when you're going to have some challenges. And there may be days when you think, I just need to get out of here, or maybe I made a mistake, or I married the wrong person, or any of those sorts of thoughts. The truth is, nothing that is involving people is just completely smooth sailing every day. So you have to have a commitment that you're going to make it work. And when I say commitment to make it work, I don't mean that you're gritting your teeth and you're tolerating abuse or going through really horrific scenarios. But the commitment to making it work means that you're looking for 
the ways to forge the pathway together in a better way. And so if something's not working, you find a fix and you're committed to that so that the relationship sails smoothly to the next level. So we're not talking about commitment to staying in the same spot where pain is happening, rather commitment to doing something different so you get past and out of that unnecessary pain. Then number four would be having communication tools. And if you've been listening to this podcast for any length of time, we have been talking about lots of communication tools. Well, a marriage also needs communication tools as well. And so over the years, we've developed quite a few of them. But the one that I remember with fondness occurred in the first year of our marriage when we found out that we couldn't always tell when the other one had an issue or a concern that needed to be talked about. And so we created this notion of the blue chair. We had these really nice blue chairs in our living room. And so if anybody had a problem, they would sit in the blue chair. And then if the other partner saw the first partner sitting in the blue chair, then they would come over and sit in the second blue chair. And that's what would start the dialogue to begin to resolve whatever was going on. So that was one of our early rudimentary communication tools just to get us acknowledging and knowing when something needed to be talked about and then uh, sitting down and talking about it. And then number five is what I'll call commendation. And this is really thinking about what is commendable about my spouse? What do I want to appreciate in them? And what do I want to thank them for? And over the years, we've developed a number of tools for these for this aspect as well. And I'll just share the latest. I created this daily journal. And in the journal, I write a letter to my husband every day that expresses what I really appreciate in him It could be about him as a person, him and his character, or acts of service and kindness that he may have shown towards me in that day. So we filled up one book already, and now I'm on the next book. And it's just a fun way for my husband to see what I actually see every day and appreciate in him. So that gives you an idea. So if we think about common values in the work setting, think about what it was that first attracted you to your company and to your organization. Also think about what actually keeps you in your current organization. So for example, it might be that you like being at your current company because they have a strong community service orientation. And maybe they're doing projects that help people who are underserved in some way, even though that may not be the primary business of the company. So maybe that's why you're there. Or perhaps you're there because there's a fun culture. For example, a lot of people enjoyed working with Southwest Airlines because of the fun culture that was actually created there. Or you might be at your organization because there's a lot of leeway for customer service and you have a lot of freedom to be able to delight your customer and to make decisions in the moment on the spot to make a difference in the customer experience. So there are a lot of reasons and values why you were attracted to your company and also why you might stay. Number two, about complementary styles. Think about what are the special gifts or talents that you have that you are bringing to the workplace 
And also, what are the gifts and talents that others have that they are bringing so that when you mix it all together, you actually have a wonderful opportunity not only to contribute, also to actually learn from others who may have skills that are different from yours. And thirdly, under commitment, the question you want to ask yourself is what steps you know, am I taking to make the relationships work at work? And sometimes, even if there are difficulties going on, perhaps there's someone who gets on your nerves or has a style that's irritating or it's grating in some way. Well, what are you doing every day to actually commit to moving forward and going forward anyway, or to creating and forging a new pathway? And part of that commitment process might be the commitment to seeing what's good with this picture every day, even though there are challenges. So that's number three. And then number four would be communication and the communication tools. And I will refer you to other podcasts where I've talked about the feedback process. So often what helps us in making those relationships work in the long term And what works when we have really different styles and they're both needed in the organization is having a way of communicating that's effective. And so being able to communicate using the SBI model that I mentioned before, situation, behavior, impact, these are the things you want to keep in mind. And then number five, commendation. And this is thinking about who actually do you want to thank in the workplace? Who do you want to show appreciation for? All of us are successful because we're building on someone else's work or they're taking something that we're doing and taking it to the next level. There is someone to thank in the workplace for opportunities that you have, for resources that you have, and you want to always keep that in mind. It just smooths over the relationships and makes it a much better place to be. So if you think about your partnerships at work and keeping them successful, remember the five C's, common values, complementary style, commitment, communication, and commendation. So get to work and identify those five C's for you and your workplace. And I'll see you next time. You've been listening to The Voice of Leadership with me, Dr. Karen Wilson-Starks. And I want to give a special thanks to jazz saxophonist Ron McMillan for granting us permission to use his gifted music on our show. Thanks for listening. And remember to go to my website, transleadership.com, for more strategies, insights, and leadership resources.